Welcome to uh, the last episode of Bulls and Ring. In, uh, well, actually, no, this will be the first episode in July. Because uh, this will come out the first, the first weekend in July. I lost Tom already. Tom, you there? Yes. Oh, I heard the little... I, I finally got you. I, I missed your, total, your, your intro, so hopefully it was a good one. Uh, it was, uh, it's, it's not like yours. It wasn't as good as yours, but what could I, you know. Okay. You're the intro guy, I'm the outro guy, and that's how it's always worked on this show. Yes. For four years. I've been seeing a lot. I've been seeing a lot of you lately. I saw you. Uh, I actually made a, a impromptu trip up to the cabin two weeks ago, and then uh, yes. la- last week we saw Motley Crue and Def Leppard at, at City Field. Very good time. It was a very good time. You you got to meet a, a very large man who would probably pummel us both into the ground with one punch. Uh, you know, I I actually I liked him a lot. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a good. I mean, I don't he's know. A, he, for, he's a he's a gentle giant who loves White Castle. <laughs> what? All right, so I got a little little context here. So after the concert, we all went to White Castle, two separate cars. Tom was in one yes. car, and me and Big Papa were in another car. So we all decided to go to White Castle. Now you went inside. I was on the drive-through. It took twenty minutes from the time we ordered our food in the at the the window. Oh, you know, the little speaker box to the time we got to the window and we got our food. It was like t- almost 20, 25 minutes. Uh, that's because between me and, uh, we won't mention his name, but between me and uh, our White Castle loving friend, we ordered 50 burgers. <laughs> Just amongst ourselves. How long did it take for you guys to get them? Uh, probably about 30 minutes. Oh my god, yeah, okay. Yeah. It was well worth it, though. It was it was well worth it. You know, I tell you, I um, I ate, I got five regular sliders and chicken rings. Oop, I dropped my cigar. And I ate three. Um, but I was so tired that I couldn't eat the other ones. I woke up the next morning and I had a cold one for breakfast. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't give a shit. I'm like, you know, oh, I'm like, I opened the fridge. And I'm like, oh, I got White Castle last night. <laughs> fucking had one for breakfast. It was cold, but it was still good. I lost Tom. God damn it. Thomas. Fantastic. Uh, I, I had, I, I think, eight or, ten, eight or ten of them. Yeah? Did I they... had eight or ten of them on the ride, but my wife like refused to give them to me. I'm driving, and I'm sitting there with my hand like in the back seat having her, and she just like refused at one point. She's like, you've eaten, you've eaten enough, and I'm like, lady, don't tell me how many White Castles I can eat, because I could have <laughs> I could have down that thirty. She she knows you run like four miles a day, right? Like that, you, you pretty much working them off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you, you know what? The White Castle could defeat a runner. They are a hundred calories each. Really? Yeah. Really? They are delicious. Yes. So I yeah wow that's 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 actually a lot. Yeah. But they're worth it. Oh, I will say though the the Spring Valley White Castle it's good but it's like the best White Castles I ever got were down in the Bronx. That's uh, oh really? Yeah, they they taste better. It must be like because they're from the ghetto. I don't know, yeah. but like, they taste a lot better. Oh, okay. But, you know, well, I, mean, I digress. I, I, I have a question for you. I have a question for you. It's a little off topic, but it's one of the questions. I have two questions for you this this uh, show. No, oh, I can't wait. One of them, and it pertains to food, so I figure out what a great segue to go into this. And we can get back to White Castle as soon as we're done. But 
Do you eat carrots with the peels on them? Do I eat what? Do you eat carrots with peels on them? Peels? What do you mean? Like, the, the skin? Yeah, do you eat, the, like, carrots with skin, or do you peel them? I peel them. Not yeah. sad. What am I, Bugs Bunny? There. <laughs> there, are, there are freakazoids out there that fucking eat it with the, the skin on it. Who? It's, I, I, I don't know. There's, there, there's people. Because they say that it's very healthy for you, the skin. And I, you know what I say to that? Fuck you. That's I say yuck. It's yeah, it's like absolutely. dirty. Well, I, obviously you're cleaning it, but still, it's it's gross. It's the skin. Yeah, there's the the skin of a carrot. It's like it's all like wrinkly and like it's it's not appetizing. There's only a few skins of of, of uh, fruits or vegetables that I like, and really, it may might just be potatoes. I was just thinking that too. I think potato. Well, apples. I like a peeled apple. You're a freak. The um, only reason why is because I, I, I got to eat it quick. And I'm not a big apple guy. Why you got to eat it quick? Because it gets brown then. It, it does. It, it does get brown pretty fast. Um, grapes. I ate the you skin on grapes. grapes. You, you peel grapes? No. Yeah, okay. So you eat the skin. Do you eat grapes? No. I, I really don't like fruit. I'm not a big fruit guy. I'm more of a vegetable guy. But, but I digress. There was just a question I had, and I, I, I was wondering if you were like that, the, the weird group that, that no. eats a unpeeled carrot. Okay. No, absolutely not. I always peel it. I mean, I don't, if I'm eating a carrot, I'm usually eating the already peeled baby carrots out of a bag. You're I don't a baby really... carrot guy? I like baby carrots. Yeah. I like baby carrots. Big, I, I... You know that baby? Go ahead. Do you know that baby carrots are not baby? They're, they're not like little carrots. What they are are baby carrots are essentially the ugly carrots that they can't sell. The nubs. And what they do is they, they <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's a regular full size carrot, but they they like uh, they water blast it to make them like uniform in size and shape, and that's what a that's what a baby carrot is. So if you think you're just getting a a uh, like the veal of of the uh, vegetable world, you are not. You are getting an actual big carrot that has been. Fucked around with. How do they, yeah? How do they get it so perfectly spherical? They uh they they have like a pressure washer almost. How about that? Yeah, yeah like you know if it's like a crooked one, like like you have that uh that crooked dick thing, like they they'll <laughs> they shoot it right off with some water. Dang. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. He learns something new every day. Oh, what's your second question? You want to go right into the second question or go back to uh, the story at hand? What was the story at hand? Well, just the uh, trip to the concert. I was going to get your take on it. And... Oh, yeah, we could do that. Um, I uh, I mean, I I had a fucking blast. I don't know about you. Um, me, and, uh, me and Big Papa, we went down separately from you. We met up along the yes. way. Then we got lost. <laughs> when we didn't get lost, we separated by the, yeah. as soon as we got into the, into the burrows. We got separated. You parked one way. We parked over by the front of City Field. I call it the front. Yes. Um, the rotunda. The rotunda. And uh, then you came over, and we, you know, we had some music on. Uh, me and Big Pop had some beers, and we all had cigars, and we hung out for like an hour. Um, went in, and um, we missed Joan Jet. I think we saw the tail end 
I keep losing Tom. I keep I keep losing you. I'm here. Okay. So we missed the tail. I'm here for you, baby. We caught the we caught the tail end of Joan Jet and uh, summing up. Um, I thought it was I thought it was great. You know, I've been hearing a lot of shit about Motley Crue and how like Vince Neil's singing's been off and all this crap. But um, I thought he did pretty. I thought he did okay for a man his age. Um, I didn't hear and drugs. Well, yeah, but I mean, they said like, the last year there's been a lot of videos of him like screeching and shit. And um, I mean, maybe he did, and the music drowned it out. But um, I uh, I enjoyed it, and I'm glad Tommy Lee was able to come out for a few songs because yes. I was worried he wasn't, and because there's always I think he broke his ribs, probably fucking broke five ribs. Yeah, but he came out. He did the first two or three songs, and then he came out like again to like just like just like say hi, really, and uh, that was that. Um, I I had a great time. I, I, what what do you think? Uh, I had a little bit of a problem with Poison because I have tinnitus in my one ear, so like I always kind of constant ringing, and it kind of throws off my hearing a little, and I'm fucking half deaf, so uh, it made the like the the way that the speakers were spread apart, they were like from the way I hear, it made it like almost like a half a second off, and there was like a lot of like feedback with the ringing in my ear. And I couldn't understand them. I couldn't hear them speaking. And I love Poison. I, I've, I've met um, them a few times backstage and things like that. But I could not hear them. And it was real. It was like frustrating. I really was having a, a bad time at that point. And then as the concerts kept getting, you know, God, with Molly Oh boy! You're you're like you s- and then that we- <laughs> it was like it seems like they almost got the the sound. Oh right. okay. okay. Your internet's all fucked up. <laughs> so do you have fun or no? I, I did. I had a really good time. I uh, was happy that I got to see Motley Crue, at least all of them there. And in this is the thing, you know, everyone's saying Vince Neil doesn't sound the same. He also at that when he was singing, and it goes for a few singers. And I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up as how it goes. When he was singing younger, he he obviously was had a higher pitch. He could hit higher notes. As you get older. A little more gravelly, yeah. With age, I mean, you're and literally like they, they are abusing their their voice box every night singing these concerts. Because if you listen to like, I, I was listening to it today, um, like Kill 'Em All, and like Hetfield doesn't sound the same as he did back in the day. No, he and sounded he, yeah. very high pitched. Like, yeah, you, you could say high pitched. You know, he, he had a much more he could hit those higher notes and as the albums have kept going on and on you hear him where he's more like gravelly he's mm-hmm. more and I think people who are expecting to hear Motley Crue from 1983 it ain't gonna happen you know I mean these guys not again they are 40 years older and they are fucking they were junkies at one point I mean they're not gonna be jamming out the way they were right 
and it just it, 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 take it for what they are. I mean, let's just let's give them a, a round of applause that it's essentially the same original four members, and they're all alive. Yeah, absolutely. You know, not, not too many, not too many bands can say that. Def Leppard can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, technically, technically, they're down on arm. Well, no, and the uh, the 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 guitarist. Um, oh, and Steve. Uh, uh, what was his name? Steve, Steve. Steve Allen? Not Steve Allen. No. Uh oh, boy. It's Rick Allen. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, Bill I'm, Collins. What the fuck's his name? Uh, let me say. Hold on one second. Steve Clark. That's it, Steve Clark. And Phil, uh, what's his name, was in there. And Peter Willis. Peter, or that's it. I, but he was yeah, early, he was, early. He he left before, you know, Adrenalize and uh, Hysteria. Yeah, he was only, I think, he was on the first three. Yeah, yeah. I think but, he, they, I, but I will admit about uh, Def Leppard, I've never seen them sober. And yeah. <laughs> it, it's true. Yeah. They were amazing. I, they, oh, I, 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 never, I never realized how good they are. In concert, oh, they're fantastic, and that's like probably our fourth or fifth time seeing them. I yeah. think. Um, and what I like about them is they don't fuck around. They play the song the way that it is. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't. They don't try to get fancy. They don't try to change the the guitars. They don't. They 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 play the way that it was fucking made in the studio is how they're playing it live. It, I. I like that. I don't like when people when they start taking liberties with songs. Yeah, I don't like that either. And a lot of bands do do that. And I think they do that because of what you said. Like they, like Metallica kind of does it, where mm-hmm. they uh, obviously like the voices change, and, and you have different people on different instruments, so you have to like adapt to how they play. And they, you're right. They kind of just stuck to the guns. Like this is how you play it, and this is the way it's gonna be played. Uh, the one thing I didn't like is that they just had a new album to come out. So they every two or three classic songs, they'd sprinkle in a little bit of the new album, which is what they should do. They want to promote their new album, That's and I get yes. that. But it, I zoned out <laughs> for those songs, and I'm like, I don't know these songs. Like, I'm just going to sit here and wait for a fucking rocket to come on or whatever is going to come on next. But they played they well, played I- all my favorite songs pretty much, so... The only one that they didn't play was uh, Billy Got a Gun, and I, I, I do like that, that one. That is a good song. And they didn't play Gods of War, which is another one of my favorites yeah. from uh, Hysteria. But uh, they played the big hits, so. Yes. But I was very happy and about And you know that. what, though? Granted, when they were playing their new music, we did have entertainment while that was going on. <laughs> because Cousin Jeff apparently was there, and he was highly intoxicated. It, was, it wasn't Cousin Jeff. It was uh, some guy. It wasn't? That wasn't? He let me tell you something. He he looked like your cousin drunk, like the Mm -hmm. same like I'm doing it, but you can't really see me. But like the same mannerisms, the way his body moves, dancing. He looked exactly the same. He pulled out. He pulled out an uh, air guitar. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was. For as close as you could get to it being him. He was with. I don't know. I don't know who he was. I don't know if it was his buddy or his buddy. His, uh, he was with the couple. And I'm hoping that the other woman in the blue shirt that he was with was his wife. Because he was, like, grabbing her head, like, massaging it. Yeah, I saw and, that. Like, I saw that. I don't know. They, he, She sat, like, a seat away from them. 
So I, I don't know, but and the other girl helped him down the stairs to go to go to the bathroom and then helped him back up. So yeah. I don't know who belonged to who. Um, well, you know, it's funny. I I've met like essentially that was me and my wife. Like my wife just looking at me, going like, "You fucking asshole, you drunk fuck," <laughs> and that was me sitting there as drunk as I can be at a concert. So like I kind of I kind of now see where my, when my wife would always get mad at me for ruining concerts. I'm like, oh, well, I get it. Did you, you ruin? Go. Did you ruin concerts? Yeah, a few of them for her, yeah. Really? Oh wow. Oh yeah. Oh. That's normal for me. Is that because you spit on people's chairs and? <laughs> that was one of the concerts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you... <laughs> I, I, I had a great time at that concert too. We... Yeah. We laughed I... our balls off. <laughs> I... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I. I wasn't a. Having a good time at that one, <laughs> but with with musicians and uh, and concerts and things like that, uh, when we were at the concert, I, I thought of something, and I guess you could say that maybe the quintessential stripper song is "Pour Some Sugar on Me," or "Girls, Girls, Girls." True. So two out of the top two stripper songs are those. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it, and I'm and. I don't, I don't know if you want to put it as this way, Joe. If you were a stripper, or what are your when you go when you used to in your past? Because we would never do that as um, married men with children. No, um, never. What would when when a certain song came on? You knew that they were the A-listers were coming out. You know they're they're not gonna let they're not gonna let you know uh, Mary the fucking third night on the job dance to pour some sugar on me. That's going to you know. That's going to Diamond, and, and she's been there for fucking 10 years. Right. And she knows how to work the pole, both of them. So what would be, if you, when you hear three songs, are you like, these are the quintessential stripper songs? Are, are we, are those, are, are we picking like that, or are we picking like, uh, what songs we would pick if we were strippers? We could do both. Okay, well I wrote down three I would, I would pick for my set. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you want to hear it? I'll, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll hammer them out. So, I'm coming on the stage to Y'all Ready for This by Two Unlimited. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting the party started right away. Okay. I'm coming out with a bang. Yeah. Then, I'm going to slow it down a little bit. I'm going to do Cats in the Cradle by Ugly Kid Joe. Make those uh, make those dads is, in the audience feel bad. <laughs> is it the Cat Stevens version or is it the Ugly Kid ugly, Joe? Ugly version? Kid Joe. Okay. Cat Stevens one is very depressing. Ugly Kid Joe is kind of like rockish. But still, you want to. But it, it, it's. But do you have daddy issues? <laughs> well, if I'm a stripper, yeah. <laughs> I, think okay. that's a, I think that's a requirement. All right. So you kind of want you want to play on their heartstrings a little bit, like oh, this poor girl. And throwing the, throw those dollar bills at me, and then I ended off with which is another I think quintessential stripper song. Uh, Here I go again by White Snake. Oh, uh, okay. No, are you doing? Are these your songs if you're a female or if you're a male stripper? Either way, either way. Okay, okay. I think you could replace cats. If cats in the cradle, cradle would more be like if I was a guy stripper. If I was a girl, okay. maybe Papa Don't Preach. Okay, yeah, there you, you go. Know? All right. Yeah, you know. But that'd be my set. Then I, I'm not a headliner. I'm more like a mid card, upper mid card kind of kind of stripper. Okay. 
<laughs> 20 bucks is 20 bucks to you? That's goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I didn't do it on that. Uh, I could probably think of it real quick off the top of my head. But, my, like, the, for me, it was what are the. Other than, um, like we said, girls, girls, girls will pour some sugar on me. When we hear these songs, we know that the A-listers are coming out. Right, right. And, um, I'm going to start. We can maybe go one for one now since we each have a list of this, right? You have yours? Yeah, we can do something. All right. I did uh, You Shook Me All Night Long. Mm. A little ACDC. You know, get it, get it going. All right. Can I say one? Yeah. Okay. Cherry Pie by Warrant. Did I lose you? Did you fall faint because I picked such a good song? Thomas. Thomas. Speak to me, Thomas. 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 I'm back. <laughs> I totally lost you. I'm back. I thought you fainted after my, yeah. my fabulous pick. Uh, it was a very good one. Oh, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you approve. Uh, am I up next then? Sure. I'm gonna go with uh, this one. Brings us back to um, the high school days, and it would be it, it would probably be in this situation would be um, hot for teacher. Ah, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, newer one, kind of <laughs> ah, fuck. You there? Okay, man. This is this is <laughs> this is a rough one. <laughs> it's a rough episode of recording. Yeah. Uh, Pony by Genuine. Okay. This one would uh, this would probably be the the honorable. Can we do an honorable mention? Because I actually had four. Go ahead. You can do whatever you want. I, this wasn't my this isn't my closer, but my my honorable mention. Because I don't want to give away my closer right away. Mm-hmm. It would be uh, porn stars dancing. I don't think I've ever heard that one before. You've never heard that? No. Who sings that? Uh, what's his name? Uh, where the fuck is it? Porn Stars Dancing. Yes. Uh, My Darkest Days. You know Mar- You know that band? That's like a newer band. Yes. They're pretty, they're pretty good. They yeah. have a... They, um... Uh, they have a not to steer away from this, but they have a song called "Save Yourself," or it was an album called "Save Yourself." Um, now, not stabbing Westward. Yeah, that, that, and I remember mentioning that to Coil, and he's like, "They fucking stole <laughs> to the king. <laughs> they fucking stole it." <laughs> I gotta bleep that. Oh, out. really? Yeah, he's like, "They stole it from stabbing Westward," <laughs> because I think the song was "Save Yourself," and the. I, or the album was called Save Yourself and it's from My Darkest Days and anyone who knows Stabbing Westward Save Yourself was a song from their album Darkest Days so there we go oh okay yeah uh, um, for the bigger ladies uh, Unskinny Bop by Poison <laughs> ah yeah I never thought of that like that hmm You know what? It's funny that you, like, when you really think about it, the 80s bands, they really did have a, uh, have a ton of, like, 
great stripper songs. Well, it, think was such of, a, it was such a decadent time. Well, think of like what their songs are about. It's all sex. 90% yeah. of those hair metal songs are sex. Yeah. You can do uh, Crazy, uh, crazy no. by... Is it... Uh, yeah, no, not crazy by Aerosmith. What was the one with Alicia Silverstone? Well, she was in Crazy, but the, their big hit, "Crying." You could do "Crying" by by uh, Aerosmith. That's a that's another one I've heard during my ventures into the adult establishments many, 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 many years ago. <laughs> yes, while I'm while I'm sitting there by the ATM telling these young gentlemen to not do this and not looking at a single nipple. Um, if I hear this song though, I am I am turning around and I am walking right to the center of the stage to get a, a good a good show, and that would be Bad Girlfriend by Theory of a Dead Man. If you hear that come on there, you know that someone is there's going to be bad things that are going to happen. Never heard that one either. You never heard that song. Another one off the top of my head, Crazy Bitch by um, Buck Cherry. Gosh. And they literally, literally will do it about for the co cocaine. Yes, they will. <laughs> you were with us when we saw Yeah, we saw them with ACDC Do you remember that show? Where it was hot as fucking balls No, and I was and drunk that, You were, but Okay well, was, they, that, was that when we were sitting way up high? That's when Egan yelled at me <laughs> Yes I was, Yeah, you know And I wanted to go see that concert sober Because I, I At that point I think that was the That might have been the last time we saw ACDC, wasn't it? It was the only time I've seen ACDC So, yeah all right. Well, I've seen them. I've seen them. I think once before that. So I wanted to see them sober this time. So I'm like, Egan, can you go get me a beer? Because I don't think I was of age yet. You and, weren't. Yeah, no. We uh, weren't of age yet. <laughs> huh? We were not of age yet. What was that? You were. We were not of age no. yet. You were 20. I was 19. <laughs> she wouldn't buy me a fucking yes. beer, but she'll fucking buy and, you one. Fucking Egan. And she brought back like four beers for me. And like when you go to a stadium, they're not like a 12 ounce or you know they're they're probably like a 20 ounce beer. She got the big ones. She got me drafts. I remember they were drafts. I, I remember like that. I remember her walking back on And she got me, like, fucking shit-faced drunk. And I, and I ended up, like, not remembering a damn thing. Well, she wanted... Yeah, I got... Quick quick story. So, um... This was the beginning of May of, like, 2001. I had... I had, um... I had... Fuck. I had classes at Ock that day. And... I was sick. I was, I, you know, it was my, it was May, so the weather changed, and of course I got sick. So I go to the show, and we're up in like the rafters of Madison Square Garden. It is hot as fuck and humid. I felt like absolute yeah. shit. So I really, like, I, I, the concert was good, but I couldn't enjoy it like I could because I was just feeling like so crummy. So a couple days later, we were supposed to go see Disturbed. Um, so, you know, we get in the car to go home, and I'm in the front seat. Tom's drunk as fuck in the back seat, <clears throat> and we're driving. She turns down the music, and she goes, Joe, if you can't have a good time at Disturbed, then don't come. And I'm like, yes. I'm, like I'm not feeling well. It's just, you just sat there. You, you barely did anything. And I was like, all right. I mean, <laughs> it's, just, it's fucking Egan. So, but, uh, I did have a good time at the start. (laughs) But we're also sitting at the top of Madison Square Garden, like, where if you lean forward more than, like, a few inches, you're going to go tumbling into the next, like, what did you want us to start, a fucking pit up there? I I don't know. I don't know, but I, I, 
was I felt awful and the heat did not help and I you know it was rough but uh yeah so that's the story of ACDC at Madison Square Garden so I, jo- I joke with Egan now but we joke about it now but at the time it, was, it wasn't very funny <laughs> yeah. I was very hurt um so yeah so that's that's my that's all the stripper songs I have I don't know if you have any now, did you eat at? Did you? I didn't. Did you eat anything at the stadium? Uh, this one, no, I didn't. Uh, I was mainly saving my appetite for White Castle. Me too. When Big Papa mentioned that we were gonna get White Castle afterwards, I said, "I'm not getting anything to eat." Yeah. Um, we got a little snack beforehand, but that was like around two o'clock ish. I just got some chicken nuggets at uh, uh, Shake Guys or whatever the fuck it's called, Shake Shack. Shake Shack? Yeah, Shake Shack. And uh, uh, I was really looking forward to White Castle, so I shut down the stomach, and I said, only beer is going to come in here until we, you know, until I can't take any more. And, uh, yeah, so I saved myself. But what, if you were going to eat at the stadium, what would you have get? What would, what would you have got? Because there's certain things to get and certain things you, you know, you kind of stay away from if you're seeing a concert or, or a game or whatever. So what would you yeah. Uh, when I, it's funny because when we used to go to uh, Giant Stadium, they always had premio sausage. They did, and it is the best sausage for like at a uh, at a stadium because mm-hmm. they they you know they do it on the flat top. It just it's it's ten times better. I bought premio sausage at home, and it just doesn't compare. You're absolutely right. There's something about stadium sausage and peppers that like it hits differently. Mm-hmm. It's probably because they never clean the grills. Like, it, <laughs> probably. Like, probably. You know, it's sitting out there in all the elements, just everything like that. So, that if if I'm at, uh, and I don't know, is it? I, I want is premium sausage a like a regional type of sausage? I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't think so. Because right. I've really only ever seen it in a stadium at Giant Stadium. Uh, y- well, you know what it is. I think that like. Sausage and peppers. So, I mean, maybe, but sausage and peppers to me is like a very like borough kind of food. Like I always think, like you know, like I don't know. You go to Philly, it's cheesesteaks. You go to you know down south, it's like crawfish and whatever. And uh, but for like the the tri-state area, it's you know sausage and peppers on a roll. Or like if you're in Jersey, the entire state of Jersey, it is a you know pork roll and you know bake or pork roll, cheese no. and an egg on a hard roll. Well, that's that's South Jersey. I'm talking about that's stadiums, though. Yeah, but you you don't get you don't get that at a fucking stadium. You get sausage and peppers. Do you you do you, do you get that? when you go to a stadium in Jersey? You don't do you get that? You get a bacon egg and cheese or something, or like do you just no like, no no? I'm just. You just fucking no. No, I. Just... <laughs> in all honesty, like when I go when I go to certain arenas, I get like I'm very uh, traditionalist. Like I go for the same thing every time. I do um, too. Well, what's so your I guess, thing? Like, my so Giant Stadium would be premium sausage. If I go to the uh, Nassau Coliseum, I like getting a knish. Mm-hmm. Pending the fucking the because uh, the only people that sell it are the Jewish people, and if it's during their Sabbath, they, like if it's a weekend game, you're not getting a knish. Oh, okay. 
Like, they're only there during the week. Mm. So, uh, it, it depends on that. And then I also like to go to the uh, the Bavarian, or the um, the Nutty Bavarian, the, Jesus, it's a tongue twister. The Bavarian, and get in, um, pecans. Okay. I love them. Um, now, do, do you call it a pecan or a pecan? Pecans. I call it pecans, yeah. I call it pecans. My, uh... I get them, when I get them, like, candied, I call them that. But when I have, then it's pecan pie. So I say it differently Mm. for different ways of preparing it, I guess. Yeah, you know, I do that too. I call it pecan pie. I call it Mm -hmm. pecans. It's weird. Yeah. Um, Well, for me, I usually stick to the same formula no matter where I am. Except if I'm in Philly, I'll get a cheesesteak. Which is yes. rare, um, but usually what I get is chicken finger and fries because, and this is the reason why. Carbs, no grease, for the most part. Sausages and peppers can uh-huh. really hit. It can go either way. Either you're gonna have a good day, or you're gonna have a really bad day if you have one. And uh, sometimes sauces like the grease in the sausage and peppers, it doesn't doesn't do well for old Joe's stomach. So I, I kind of don't want to have a, a, a shit attack uh, in the middle of the yeah. seventh inning. Um, so I, I kind of, I stick to something that's like, you know, dry and like it's it's carbs, it'll fill me up and kind of like sop up the beer, but not really greasy where I, I'll like get a stomach ache from it. So I usually go with my chicken fingers and fry basket uh, at, at the stadium usually. That's, uh, that's my go-to food. Alright. Yeah, alright. <laughs> and then probably if I had to, if I had to change it up at Shea, I usually go with um, the Keith Burger. The it's what? where we were sitting. It's right where we were sitting. If you where they uh, had it closed off, there where the bathrooms were. Yeah. If you kept going, if you kept going straight past there. There's a it's uh, Keith's Grill, and he has his own burger. It's got like uh, uh, jalapenos and like um, jack cheese and everything on it, and it's it's a spicy burger, but it's really good. And that's usually what I get when I'm at uh, Shay. Very nice. Very nice. Do you frequent Shay that often? <laughs> or City Field, whatever the fuck it's called. Brooklyn Dodger uh, Stadium, I, too. This was actually... <laughs> this was the first concert I've been to in, like, three years because of freaking uh, the Kung Flu. You know, I, I can't remember the last concert I went to. Well, it, what's funny was this concert, for anyone who was kind of living under a rock with this um this concert was scheduled for two years ago yeah it was um and august 22nd i think 2020 was supposed to happen and then it was supposed and to then be it got delayed a year to july of last year and then delayed another year yeah it kept yeah. going back a month it was august then it was july then it was june so it worked out it was worth the wait though Oh yeah, it was. It, it was. It was great to. It was really great to be back at a concert. Like I, I, I don't remember the last concert I've been to. It might have been Stabbing Westward. Um, I saw them at. Uh, I can't. Even, I don't remember the name of the venue. It was a pla- little place in New York City, and I had. I had a great time. I went. I went with the King, Mr. Worldwide, and uh, Big Papa. To uh, oh, okay. Stabbing Westward, but yeah, that was the. And that was 2017. So it's been a long, long time since I've been to a concert. So yes. it was nice to it was nice to be at one. So yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, the, the, the Kung Flu 
have, I have a very uplifting story here. Okay. And I... They kind of like an enigma to me. He is excellent when it comes to um, him and Farley. Like, I, I, I think in the past 30 years, there hasn't been a comedy duo like them two. And they were very yin and yang-ish, and that's what I think was very good about them. Well, yeah, it was the classic line of... It was the classic team-up of David Spade was a straight guy, and then there was uh, Chris Farley. It was like an it was like a modern-day Abbott and Costello. Absolutely. And since then, David Spade, he, he kind of moved into that, uh, the Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler uh, trope there, and he was kind of doing, a, you know, movies with them. He had mild success with Joe Dirt, things like that. But for the most part, he's kind of been not in the spotlight as much mm-hmm. but I will hand it to this guy he did he did something really um, this is quite uplifting uh, there was a Burger King employee who worked at the uh, McCarran's airport the one in uh, Vegas there he worked at the Burger King there and he worked there for 27 straight years and never took a day off really so yeah. he, what, he must have what he worked there when he when he um... that's amazing he worked there for 27 years? 26, he's still working there. He worked there 27 years, never missed a day of work, never called out sick, nothing like that. So when he was scheduled, he was there. But So he must have worked there when he was on Saturday Night Live then. <laughs> no, no, not, not David Spade, this, this gentleman. Oh, I'm sorry, you, you, you cut out. I thought you were about David Spade. I'm like, David Spade? Yep. Works in, he still works at Burger King? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, sorry. All right, go ahead. Finish your story. But the, the, So this employee worked there for 27 years, and I guess as a gift, like Burger King, the company, I don't know if it's privately owned, you know, like individuals, or if it's the corporation that did this, but they gave him, like, a bull... They gave him, like, a movie ticket, a Starbucks cup, like, a coloring book. Like, they gave him a goodie bag of bullshit. You know, 27 straight years, not a sick day taken, and mm-hmm. they gave him, like, a bag of, of crap. And I guess his daughter set up a, uh, a GoFundMe for him. You know, like, my dad put four kids, you know, he was a single dad, put four kids through uh, high school and college, Hmm. and, like, this was the thanks he got. So David Spade, I guess, saw this, and he ended up donating five grand to this guy. Really? uh, You know, yeah. Pretty freaking cool, I think, you know. I'll hand it to David Spade on that. I I like David Spade. I I always, like... uh... You know, it, it always, I always kind of said this, like, David's, Chris Farley dying was the best thing and the worst thing to happen to David Spade because if it wasn't, if he, if Chris Farley didn't die, I don't think David Spade would have broke out as, like, like, he was always, if you look at before Chris Farley died, David Spade was always, like, his sidekick. Then yeah. after he died, he became, like, a leading man. Now, granted, his movies weren't exactly blockbuster hits, but, like, he still had his own movies. So it it kind of like he broke out, but he he didn't always have the same success as he did with Farley and, and those movies. I was actually watching Tommy Boy the other day that you talk about. It was on uh, it was on VH1. Really? That, what a great movie! Yeah, I was I was watching it with my daughter actually. <laughs> we were watching it together. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, and that is it's a, it is a fantastic movie. I love that movie. I saw that in the movies with my dad <laughs> a long long time ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the jerking off scene was very awkward. (laughs) (laughs) 
movies though that like if it's <laughs> if it's on, I'm watching it. It, yeah, it, and that's exactly what happened. I'm, I'm flipping through the ch- my my dad actually turned on. He was flipping through the channels, and he and he put it on because uh, I think the the Yankee game was over or something. I forget, but like in I was you know my daughter was in the living room and she she was watching it with us. We call like the last half hour of it. Um, but it, it's a it is a really good movie. But uh, good for David Spade. I like that. You're right. He's kind of yeah. part of that Adam and, Sandler. You know, good group. for that guy. Yeah, I mean, really, twenty-seven I mean, years of Burger King is that's nothing I mean, to, to laugh at. Yeah, and you know, he put his kid through college, and kids, kids, multiple kids through college, and you know, I'll, I'll hand it to him that at this point in where in my career, I just want to like not go to work anymore, but like to go there twenty-seven years, day in and day out, and, and think he's not in like a a slow Burger King in like you know Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. He's in. Probably one of the busier freaking places, and you know, McCarran's Airport. Think about it—you got drunk people coming in. He—that's got to be a, a place to work. Did he buy a lot of oxy you know, pads with with the five grand? Because I'm sure his face look, must look like craters. Yeah. <laughs> but I always thought that was good. Yeah, very good. Good. Good All job, right, we, we had our uplifting story, so. I want to, uh, I got another, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the second question now. And, and I was driving the other day and I ended up seeing a shoe on the road. And <laughs> have you ever lost one shoe? Um, let me think. Maybe like in the closet or something somewhere, but nothing like on, <laughs> definitely not on the road. No. Why? Well, that, I mean, it's just. It's weird that they're like, how did the shoe end up getting out of the car? You know, I, it's in the middle of the road. I I have wondered stuff hey. like that, and the only thing I could think of is that drunk, drunk, or you're in the car with a bunch of your dickhead friends, and they take your shoe and throw it out the window. Yeah. Because why else would it be there? Like, you're, yeah. if you're going 55 miles an hour on, on, the, on the expressway, you threw the fucking shoe out the window, you're not going back and getting the fucking shoe. The shoe's gone. I mean, maybe the next day you can try and find oh, it. Oh, you wouldn't go back for it? Then, I mean, I'd try and make them stop the car, but, like, I mean, you know, who knows? <laughs> With the... now, 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 here's here's the, I guess this is a, this is question A of, or question B of that question. If you didn't realize you lost it on the road, how long would you keep the singular the the shoe that you do have before you would get rid of it in the attempt to find the other one? Like, would it take you a week looking around and be like, "Ah, fuck it"? Well, here's the thing: is it your only shoes? Because I hope not. I mean, honestly, probably. I I I don't know. Like, were you on a were you on like a back road or were you on a highway? No, like the the main road that gets to my house. There, I just a shoe sitting on <laughs> that road. That road, I'd go back for it. But you know what, though, like, what if it's raining? What if an animal shits in it? Like, you don't know what the fuck's going on with that shoe since you last saw it. I mean, especially if it's like the next day. Now, if it was the, if it just happened, I'd make your fucking ass turn around and, and get the goddamn shoe. But if it's like right. the next day, 
And you gotta think, like, what if it's, like, night out, like, and you don't remember what road you were on? It, it might, I mean, there's, there's different, there's different things that come into play here. Um, me, personally, I would want to go back and get it. If it's on the highway, it's pretty much gone. So, I would probably go out the next day and get, and get new shoes. Uh, hopefully I have another pair of shoes at home. I mean, if you're if you're a teenager, those are most likely your only pair of shoes. I mean, how many teenagers? Most teenagers don't have like multiple pairs of sneakers at home. Now, if that happened nowadays, I, do I have another shoe? Uh, I'd have to wear something else to I guess to work. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I have another pair of like good sneakers to wear to work. I, I think I'd be kind of fucked. I have like an old pair that I wear. Like around the yard and stuff that like have holes in them, <laughs> so I, I guess I'd wear them, and then after work I'd go get a brand new pair of sneakers. I, I you'd have to, you know. Yeah, that's where I'm like, I'm getting getting close to retirement, and I've I've the original pair of boots that I got when I started my job I've had I've resold them a few times because they're they were custom made shoes because I have very wide feet. They're right. Um, they're high leather, which is hard to find now. Be- because I have bad ankles, so I like having a high leather boot, and they're steel toed. So like these are like, to me, they're perfect shoes, and they're broken in. Wait, hon, like, you, you can't. Have you ever? I'm so you can't find you can't get high leather shoes anymore. They're very hard. Really? They, they make them all with these like the the like that breathable nylon shit and polyester. It's they, not, they're not. Good. You're right. They do. You can get them, but they're they're. Yeah. They, they're they're not good shoes anymore. Like work boots, work boots now are like. They last a year and then they're like no good mm-hmm. after that. Where th- this pair I've had now for 19 years. Jesus, and they must I just stink. keep re-soling. Yeah, and the I'm always afraid like when I'm working, like if the if I ever like blow out the bottom of it, like what am I gonna do? Because I don't have another pair of boots. I guess you're and I need boots for work. Like there's no. Yeah, it's... I'm uh, like. I, like, will I wear my boat shoes while I'm out there? Like, I can't do it. Like, it's, yeah. it's very, like, right now I'm getting very concerned, and I only have a year left, and I don't want to buy another pair of boots. And I well, don't even know if, if, they, if, they, if, they, if they last in 19 years, I, I, I think they might be okay for another year. Like, don't, don't you think? Or So go buy a cheap-ass oh, no, pair. Go, go get a cheap-ass pair of boots. That way, you know, if, in like, you're, you know, you have a year left. Say like the eleventh month, they they go to shit. You can wear those cheap ass boots for a month, and then then you're done. Yeah, I, I mean, you're I gonna might have, have to. to. I just I hate the idea of it because is like, this, especially what, like, did you ask this question so you can get advice on your shoe, <laughs> or do you really want to know my? No, opinion? no, not really. <laughs> okay. Well, it's good to get your opinion on it, but uh, no, my see that's the thing though with work boots. Like you wear sneakers to, to work, right? Mm-hmm. Now I do, well, yeah. Work boots, they, they take a while to break in. And yeah, that's they like do. my biggest thing. Like, in a year, they're going to be broken in, and then I'm going to be retired. <sighs> yeah, that's a, that's a conundrum. Um, yeah. And, and think about it. Then for a whole year, you're going to be completely uncomfortable in a pair of boots. So why don't you get a new pair and wear them like every other day? That way you're kind of breaking them in, but you still That's have the I, other I, ones. That's what I would I, I was pondering that. that. That's I, what I was pondering doing. Because you, I, I really... It, well, not only that, but my job will pay for boots. So I wanted to get, like, a pair of boots before I leave. 
so I have them so for another 20 years so, after so I retire. So get them. So get them. Get them, you cheap fuck. Go <laughs> get the fucking boots. Uh, who cares? I mean, yeah, okay, so you break... So, I mean, your feet are going to be a little sore when you're breaking them in, like... Interchange like you're that way. You're breaking them in slowly, but you're you're not killing your feet at the same time. That's what you gotta do. I, I now are these old boots? Are they Timberlands? No, they're red. They're they're oh okay yeah those those are those are good boots too. Um, I have a pair of Tims. I've had them for like yeah, they are. seven or eight years, and they're still in like fantastic shape. Um. Yeah, if you find a good pair of work boots, you can't beat them. No, you can't. You really can't. Um, but that's my advice to you: is get the pair, and you know, wear them maybe once or twice a week, and then you're slowly breaking them in. And then by the time you retire, and, and then you're gonna—I got news for you: you you're gonna use those boots somewhere else. You're gonna. Oh you're, yeah, absolutely. Because so, I'll wear them when I, I do like the yard and stuff, like mowing they, and everything. But there you go. So. So you're gonna use them. They're not gonna go to waste after you retire, and they're gonna sit in your closet for thirty years. Like, just you're gonna use them, so you might as well get get them now, break them in. That way, when you do retire, they're broken in, and they're and they're you got a nice pair of new shoes, and then you retire the old ones. Th- that's what you gotta do. See, I don't know why, like a uh, why don't they don't make a machine that like kind of like flexes boots? Like you put them like kind of like a uh, like a paint shaker almost, like where it just kind of flexes it out, so. You get them almost like pre-broken in. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I always thought that with baseball gloves. Like, I hate baseball gloves and like... Yeah. Maybe you had to break in, you had to like oil them and like you had to like do it overnight and put the... I don't know how you did it, but we used to put... Whenever I got a new glove, I my dad would oil it, he'd put a baseball in the glove, then he'd put, tie a rubber band around it like really tight. And uh-huh. that way, it's kind of... It's not all the way broken in, but it's like nice and like flexible by the time you do finally wear it um and i always hated that i'm like why do they make these things so fucking stiff (laughs) they should just have like flimsy fucking leather you know um so i get where you're coming from i do yeah like even even with like baseball caps like i i'm terrible at um bending a brim on a baseball cap Mm -hmm. so that's why like the one army hat that i always wear that thing is it's literally falling apart it's like stained in 20 different shades of sweat but it's my favorite baseball cap because the brim is actually like perfect for me like i just whenever i whenever i bend a brim on a a, it always comes out cockeyed now i don't know what it is you know it's uh, not to change subject but i always found it funny like i always used to wear you know you've known me for a very long time yeah i when i was younger i always wore a hat Always yes. wore a baseball hat. Now I never wear a baseball hat, and everyone else always wears a fucking hat. You, Big Papa, yeah. Triple oh, Triple D. I don't think Triple D. I don't think his hat ever comes off. He always had it. <laughs> uh, he uh, showers with it on. Yeah, Mister X. He always wears a hat. But nothing satisfied me more when a hat looks like broken in and used. Like I that and you. Uh-huh. I have a hat like that. It's my old. Um, it, I found it in my in my closet when I was cleaning out my bedroom a couple of years ago and moving shit out. Um, it was an old Adidas hat, and if you ever look at old pictures of me, you can see me wearing this hat. Like I've worn it to concerts, I've worn it everywhere, high school, and that hat looks like it's been through the the ringer. And I always 
love that. Yeah. that like, there's a lot of there's a lot of stories to that hat. It's you know it's all like the insides like all like stained and sweaty, and the outside's dirty and like just broken in. And that, it always satisfied me when I got a hat like that because it just it fit perfectly and it was so comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's my big thing. Like, when, especially when it comes to hats, when it comes to boots, I need to be comfortable. And like at work, if I get like a pair of pants for work and they don't fit right, I like I won't wear them. Like I, I have a few pairs of pants at work, and they're all the same. They're all the same size. They're the same company, but certain ones just—it's weird. Like they're different colors, and they just don't fit. And like I'm always like not wearing that pair of pants because it just like it just does not right yeah and i hate that i i when i'm at work especially just being at work i need to be comfortable and if i'm not comfortable i get like i can get real pissy real quick <laughs> i hear you man so that i hear you if i'm not comfortable in like clothes that, i'm wearing that's like one of the worst things it, you're absolutely right when i'm not comfortable in something i'm wearing i i, I i'm like irritable you know yeah. a shirt pants i, I hate it like I, it has to fit me right, and I have a pair of jeans that I wear all the time. You know, I wash them. I wash them, you know, once or twice a week. But I wear them all the time because they fit me perfectly. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're good. They're good. They're a good pair of jeans, and I can't find another pair of jeans like this. And I've tried. I've ordered online, and they send me the wrong fucking color, um, and or they just. They're, they're, they're like looser they're tighter and like every like company you might fit in one say you say you get uh, just for an example you get jeans from like lucky brand and they fit a certain way if you get that same size same length and everything from like i, I don't know the gap it'll fit you totally different and yeah. uh yeah so I, I i yeah i'm with i'm with you i totally understand i totally understand I'm going to tell you someone right now who is not very comfortable, and uh, he took a big slap to the back, apparently, and I, I'm a little suspect on it, and I and I know you don't like the man, but uh, Rudy Giuliani, yeah, he uh, he was at a shop right, I think, down in Staten Island, which I didn't even know they had, uh, they had shop rights down there, <laughs> yeah. but he, yeah, I guess he was sitting there campaigning for his son. Who, uh, his fat what is his fat son doing? I hate that little troll. He was, he was running for. He actually what for fucking uh, Krispy Kreme? I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> What's he fucking running for? No, he was running for. He was running for that fat shit. Ain't Republican, uh, the Republican ticket for governor. Oh, I hate that kid. I'll never forget when the Rangers won the Stanley Cup in '94, and that little fat shit is front and center with the Stanley Cup <laughs> in front of Brian Leach and Nessa Tikkanen. And that little shit's holding it before them. Fuck that kid. You know what, though? He, he's not fat anymore. Well, yeah, I'd hope not. <laughs> he's, he's not a chubber anymore. And uh, he actually is a very uh, staunch conservative. Yeah, okay. And I, I, I'm assuming you didn't watch it because you didn't know he was doing this, but there was a Republican primary on a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was on the panel, obviously, because he was running. And he actually did very well, and he got the second most votes for the Republican ticket, but ended up losing. Okay. So, oh, wow. Um, but 
Rudy was out at this uh, the shop right in Staten Island, and while he was out there, I guess campaigning for his son, um, a shop right employee nonetheless comes up and like slaps him in the back, and they have it on video. And I guess Julian, like, and this is where you know you not being a, a fan of them. Uh, I, I watched the video, and for a lot of what um, Rudy's saying, he said that he was in tremendous pain, and you know all this stuff. It didn't look like it was that hard of a slap. Well, I mean, he it is. is a, it gotta, is a close circuit. You gotta remember. I'm not trying to defend him, but he is old. So a slap. If I He's slap you, yeah. Well, there you go. If I slap you on the back, you know, you like ah, oh, you know, hey. But if I slap him on the back in the same way, <laughs> it could break his fucking spine. <laughs> I mean, he's 78. So true, yeah, true. A, a, you know, it, it, a, a slap can hurt an older man or an older woman like that. You know, it could be, it, and it can be so innocent. But if you're like, hey, what's going on, Rudy? And all of a sudden his ribs are broken. <laughs> it, you know, so, um, so I kind of, I kind of get that. I, 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 I can get that. Like he shouldn't even be really touched anyway. Like why is someone touching him? Well, yeah, but I guess uh, it wasn't a slap. Like, hey, how you doing? Where we like you, Rudy? It was uh, he got slapped, and the guy turned around and said, "You're a fucking scumbag." So oh well, I guess he was not. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then there you go. Then it definitely wasn't an easy slap. It was a hard. This was slap. this was a. Yeah. Um, I, and then he went on to say, um, "You're one of the people that's going to kill women. You're going to kill women. Okay. Um, you and your fucking friends are going to kill women." And then he started yelling all everything else. So. Um, he said, "You guys think you're going to save babies, but you're going to kill women." So, I guess he was he was against that, and I guess he was against the uh, the recent verdict on uh, Roe versus Wade. Right. Um, you know, it, <laughs> it's funny, man. Twenty years ago, that man, if he ran, if he was able to run again for mayor, he would have he would have won. 20 years, mm-hmm. I'm talking about 20 years after 9-11, everyone hated Giuliani from 94 to 2000, to September 10th, 2001. After September 11th came, he was a god. Now yes. everyone hates him again. Yep. And it, it just, it, it's just funny how, like, people are just so, you know, they sway like the wind. I never liked him. I never liked him after September 11th. I, I didn't like him before September 11th. I just don't like the guy, and that has nothing to do with any kind of who he's who he's campaigning with. Like you know, whatever. I don't care about that. I just think he's a jerk off. I, I think he tore he made New York City too much of a tourist trap, and uh, he took a, he took away all the good stuff about Times Square. But that's just that, that's just me. Um, but it's it's funny like people just like they forget stuff like that, you know, and. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know where to really go from this. He shouldn't have been touched. I think whoever touched him should be... He should have charges pressed against him. I think, like, people out there think they can do whatever the fuck they want. Um, because, oh, well, this guy's hated, so I can smack him in the back and I'll be praised for it. Well, no, you can't. You can't just go around touching and smacking people just because this person's Republican and... and all of New York hates this guy. Like, you can't do that. He shouldn't have been touched, and whoever did it should be, you know, charges should be pressed against him. It is, it is an assault. It's assault. 
right? Am I am I wrong or yeah. right? I mean, you you know better than I do. So harassment. Yeah, it, it kind of is. And I'm not a fan of this guy, but you can't go around doing shit like that. I don't like the guy, but I'm not going to go well, and like smack him. Funny. When you hear, like, you'll hear conservatives, and conservatives condone it. They're like, you know, he shouldn't be touched. But then you have liberals that are like, oh, good for him. Rudy's a scumbag. Okay, so if but I if go it was in, the other way around, if they right, but if you, but if a if a conservative hit Pelosi, conservatives would condone that because again, they're not. So okay, so that so that means yeah. So if I go up to so that means I can go up to Biden, and smack him in the back, and be like, hey, thanks for the gas prices. That's okay. That's okay. So uh, we can go around hitting people now. Well, no, liberals would break. be up in arms, and conservatives would be like, you don't do that. But if it was like again, where it's Giuliani, conservatives are saying you shouldn't do that, but liberals are praising him because it's Giuliani. It, there's a double standard when it comes to violence with, with I think, conservatives and, and, and liberals. Whatever. My opinion, from what I've seen. No, and you're right. You're absolutely right. It's okay. It's okay if you do something in favor of them. Um. Whatever, man. It, it, just let there be a fucking civil war in this country and just get it over with. Because that's what it's coming down to. Well, I mean... I- I mean, you even look at the January 6th thing, this January 6th committee. They're, they're, you know, it's an insurrection, it's a riot, it's this, yeah, it's that. I want I I to cut, cut you off right there because you, you talk about January 6th, and I've been hearing a lot about January 6th lately, and people now refer to it as a date. They go, oh, January 6th. Yeah. Oh, January 6th. We're saying January 6th like we say 9-11 or we say December 7th. We say it, and yeah. what the fuck happened no, no one person i think one like one person died right um ashley babbitt was shot by a capitol police officer okay um she was unarmed a air force veteran was shot by a capitol police officer and then supposedly as to it that, that, you know they're trying to say that oh police officer had a heart attack in there and he died okay you, lumping that into the that like five people died. Why they're, they're saying this as five, this big thing? So fi- when, so if uh, I'm, I'm sorry. So five people died. Yeah. Why is this being Why is this being uttered in the same breath as as terrorist planes attacking buildings and killing thousands? Why is this in the same breath? That really fucking boils me. That people are, are making this to be like some kind of terrorist yeah, thing. Well, because look, look, the, the they, liberals are trying. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. I'm liberals sorry. are trying to push it to make it. No, I get it. Liberals are trying to push it because they want to make Trump look like a bad guy. Like he 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 uh, started this riot. You know, he was the he was the the head one to, to fire everyone up with it. And this is what I have a problem with. They're sitting there saying like this is a the, one of the greatest you know travesties of, of modern times and this and that. <laughs> Yet five people died in it. There was really other than minor property damage. There, there was that, and it was a minor inconvenience. I'm sorry, it was a minor inconvenience for one day when you had uh, Minneapolis, you had Portland, you had Seattle, you had all these cities fucking burning mm-hmm. for an entire summer. Billions, yeah. billions of dollars of damage, and and 
countless people died of it, and no one says boo about that. That's what that's what that's what burns my toe. Absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Why is that okay? Oh, because it was for it was for a cause. Well, yeah, it was a so so these shop owners who had their shops broken into. Pretty much, you had an LA riots around the country Mm -hmm. for. You're right. A couple. It was for a couple months. It was all the summer of 2020. That's that's okay. That's all right. You know what? You know it's okay. And blah blah blah. All these videos of of uh, people looting and hitting and killing people. That we don't talk about that. But you get some redneck storm in the capital. They went in the building. They took pictures. Left. Okay, five people died. And that sucks. But why is that known as a date now? Do, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. January sixth. Oh, remember January sixth? Oh yeah. What really? <laughs> like this, I, it just flabbergasts me that this is the this is the country we live. Man, when did America become like such fucking pussies? I swear to God. Well, it's the same thing. Look at the Rittenhouse thing. Rittenhouse was Rittenhouse was the kid that was in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He goes there um, the day before he's trying to clean up graffiti. He ends up, you know, going there. Should he have brought a gun there? No. Is it his right to carry a gun there? Absolutely. But they they persecuted him because he shot three people, and the three people he shot were scumbags. Two of them yeah. died. One of them was a one of them was a wife uh, child abuser. One beat his girlfriend. And another one was a sex offender. Mm-hmm. And the one guy, they sit there and they say, well, Kyle Rittenhouse shouldn't have brought a gun there. He had every right to do it. He was, he had, it wasn't illegal for him to carry it. Yet the one guy that he shot who had a gun shouldn't have had a gun because he was, uh, he had a felony. And there's no prosecution against this guy. Like, it's like, are we, are you kidding me? I, I mean, I, I, media. I the watched... media is the fucking, that's what it is. It's the media, and I've watched that video, and to me, look, look, man, he didn't, obviously he didn't know those were, those people did that stuff, and you can argue, yeah, okay, he shouldn't have, killing's wrong, no matter who does it, or, you know, it, you shouldn't kill somebody, but to me, it looked like they, they were charging him, and it was self, to me, it looked like self-defense, now, I, I, yeah, you know, man, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we talk about this every other week, and it just, it's just it's it's the same story. Oh, it's really, just, this 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 thing this country is going the fucking hell. It's and I just don't see I don't see it getting better either. I mean, even this story, and I didn't have it on there, but I can give you a little down in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, for anyone who hasn't heard about it, which I don't know if you're living under a rock. But apparently there was a tractor trailer that was carrying about 50 illegal immigrants in it. It was parked on the side of the road, and, like, I think 46 of them died in this tractor trailer. Uh, I'm assuming of probably, like, dehydration or heat exhaustion or a combination sure, of both. Yeah, absolutely. But they were, all, they were all illegal immigrants, and at the end of the day, I get that they're, you know, they're trying to... There's ways of doing it, and with having an essentially an open border at the at the southern border these people are coming in in droves this happens every day that probably hundreds if not thousands of people are crossing the border illegally illegally i don't care that they're trying to seek asylum because let's put it this way i believe in mexico there's about a hundred embassies or consulates there where people can go and seek asylum 
if they're being, you know, any type of persecution, religious, governmental, um, whatever, they can go there and seek asylum. But instead, they just come across the border illegally, and now, because of that, 50 people are dead in the back of a tractor trailer. And not only did it affect those people directly, it affected their families who now lost loved ones. It affected the cops, the EMTs, the firemen that were there, because imagine opening a fucking back of a tractor trailer and there's 50 dead bodies. Between the the grotesqueness of a dead body, the smell, everything that had to go with that. And, and you know, no one's sitting there saying boo about the open borders. If there wasn't open borders, people wouldn't be doing this. If there was more stringent things, kicking them back to their country, not letting them in, arresting them, they might not do this. But this catch and release is nonsense. And yeah. I understand that these people want a better life, but there's ways of doing it and doing it legally. You know, your, your, your family is from, you know, Europe, my family's from Europe. Mm-hmm. They came here probably through Ellis Island or some, you know, some way about that. And they did it the correct way. They became U.S. citizens. They learned the language. They assimilated in the all, you know, they brought their traditions, but they assimilated in the American society. They got jobs. They paid taxes, doing it the right way, not doing it illegally. And at that point, until you become a citizen, everything you're doing is illegal because mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be here. I'm sorry. I'm all for people having a better life, but do it the right way. That's all I say. Yeah. Those 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 days are done. Those days are done. You're not going to get like an Ellis Island kind of thing again. Like people are going to come here illegally. They're going to live here illegally, and that's that's that. I mean, what are you going to do? You and know? again, what scares me is what what scares me is how many potential terrorists are coming across. Because I don't think it's a, a if it's a when the next nine eleven is going to happen. Because let's put it, yeah. you know. These terrorist groups didn't didn't just go, you know, okay, well, you know, the 9-11 happened 20 years ago and Trump came in and defeated us and we're just going to go away and, and go back living you know, in our mud huts. Nope, they're planning shit. You know, you, Biden left how many millions of dollars of military equipment over there? Mm-hmm. You don't think they're going to use that against us? I mean, I'm sorry, but... No, you're it, right, it just, man. They're, like, they're, I mean, you don't hear about Al-Qaeda that much anymore. You don't hear... But, they're out there. They're, they didn't, they're not, and they're not gone. They're, they're just, they're biding their time. And you're right. I mean, it's I maybe not tomorrow or next week or any time in the next couple of years, but something eventually is going to happen. They're, they're out there. And, yeah. It could be a mass shooting. It could be anything. It, I mean, it's, it's not when, it's not if it's when. And that's why it's, it's, we live in a scary time. Yeah, we do. Uh, um, let's move on. Um, so R. Kelly, the R and B singer, has uh, just been sentenced to thirty years in prison for, uh, well, a multitude of things. Um, yeah. Not, I mean, talk about a long time coming. I mean, I feel like it's been, <laughs> it's been twenty something years since uh, we've heard about R. Kelly and his, uh, his sexual appetite for younger women. And uh, it finally kind of caught up and to urinating. him. And urinating. And urinating, yeah. Uh, and I was just thinking about this. I mean, have you have you ever seen those videos? Mm-mm. They used to be... I mean, it's funny how the, how the internet works now. Years ago, they were out there. Like, you could you could see them anywhere. I mean, maybe... And, and I, I did not see them. 
I did not see them, so don't come after me. But they were out there, and they were easily accessible. Um, and then this uh, documentary came out a few years ago called Surviving R. Kelly, where a lot of shit kind of came to light. And, uh, you know, everyone knew it, but, like, it was just kind of, like, brushed under the rug a little bit. Um, and then this, you know, of course, like, the whole Me Too thing came about in the last couple of years, and this documentary sort of came out during the middle of that, and, um, a lot of shit hit the fan for him, and, um, now he's going to jail, and he's probably gonna die in there, I would imagine. I can't see him really getting out. Um, have you ever, did you ever see the documentary, Surviving R. Kelly? I did not. It's... I just, I don't care about him. I think he's just a pervert, and right. I don't really... Like, even with that, like, I'm sorry, but I'm sure that even though he was uh, being portrayed in a negative light, he probably got something out of this. Like what? Because if he didn't... <laughs> Music sales? Probably some sort of royalties. I, <laughs> I, some I, I, do that, you would probably do a, a suit for defamation. Because again, it's a documentary. It's not based based on any type of facts. This is just people coming out and saying it, making accusations. So who's to say that they're not lying? Well... That's where, like... Well, listen, he... he I'm sure there's a... Again, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah, but if, if he was indicted like this and sent to jail, there, there, I'm sure there's, there's, you know... But that's, but that's what happened. If enough people come forward who have no link to each other and they say, well, he did this to me and... Next girl says, well, yeah, he did that to me also. And, like, do you know what I mean? Like, if 50 people came out and they had the same exact story, it's kind of hard to ignore. And that's sort of what happened here. All these girls came forward and, and all these stories of him, like, brainwashing them and keeping them under their, uh, against their will. And enough was enough. And, and they finally, you know, he finally is paying for it now. Um... Good. Oh yeah, of course, good. Of course, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's pretty disgusting. I I watched it, and it, I I watch I love documentaries. Um, another good one is the Michael Jackson one, which is kind of and I, we've talked about that on here before. The problem with the Michael Jackson one is that this call comes out after he's dead. You couldn't... Do, why yeah. Why not do this when this guy's alive? Like, and of course, the guy dies, and then 10 years later, there's a documentary about all that shit. No one had the balls to come forward when he was alive. Now, meanwhile, if he survived and he was still alive today, maybe something would have happened. We, we'll never know. But for this, like, you got... We got R. Kelly... When he was still alive, these people came forward, um, and... Here we are. Yeah. I mean, I, he's 55 years old... He, you know, I'm sure he's gonna only going to do probably 10 years at most. I hope he gets more than that, but you know that they're going to get him out early. They're going to Bill Cosby the shit out of this. No. And he was just, like you said, he, he was a piece of shit. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't know if, I don't know if he'll get on 10. Who know, you know, man, who knows? You're right, Bill, Colley, Bill, Bill Cosby got let out after a year or some or two years. Now he's roaming around free, but um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Uh, and and Jeffrey Epstein's uh, I guess I don't know if it was a confidant, if it was a business partner, if it was kind of both. But uh, and I don't know how to say her first name, Giselle, Gis, Gis something mm-hmm. Maxwell. 
That was the woman he was, like, in a relationship, right? He was in a relationship with her. Yeah, like, it was, like, she would, like, um, if you will, court these young girls right. to get on this, you know, on the Lolita Express and go to his private island in this. And it just seems very funny that, you know, Epstein kills himself and, and or kills himself, air quote, 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 in prison. And, you know, she was going to be sentenced and she knew her sentencing was coming up and they put her on suicide watch even though she didn't make any accusations of this. There's been... You know, always talk about the Clintons having their fingers in it. You mm-hmm. know, Bill being on the plane, things like that. So it's it's just it's very uh, it, to me. I, granted, what R. Kelly did, he did it personally. He did it to all these women. But this woman was like she was. I think, if not more of a monster. Like R. Kelly has a sickness in his head to to sit there and prey on young people. Mm-hmm. This woman worked. Being a woman worked for a guy to get you like you know what I mean to get young women to go with him like that's like to me that's more like you're more of a monster that way yeah she she fed like, she she fed him she fed him pretty much yeah she, it, like to me that's the and for her to only get 20 years it, it just shows that the justice system is flawed oh of course because where is that line? Like, yeah, she maybe she didn't do anything, but she still had a hand in it. So absolutely. So to me, you ruined a lot of lives. Of course, and she, she you're right. She kind of, she like was the scout. She went out and she mm-hmm. saw this person and kind of, I guess, groomed her, and then bought bought whoever back to to Epstein, and then he and I heard. I, I mean. From what I've heard, it's she might have also kind of dabbled in that. Also, I, I don't know how true that is, but yeah. why? Yeah, I mean, why is she getting twenty years? I mean, twenty years is twenty years, but it's still a light sentence compared to like what it really kind of should should have been. Epstein probably would have gotten fifty. For both of them, for to me, both of them should just get a bullet in the head. I mean, just end it. Why are we leaving the like? Say if R. Kelly is to do his thirty years in prison, he's gonna be eighty-five years old when he gets out. He's going to be completely irrelevant. He should be bankrupt at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, everything that is going on, like, he has no life at this point. Like, they should just... I I, like, always... I, I, I never understood life sentences. To me, life sentence without parole, it's just, you're just wasting money. You can get a fucking rope at the fucking Home Depot and, and fucking hang these people and just be done with it. Because why should they get off that easily? You made their lives hell, so now your life's gonna be hell. If you kill them next week, they they kind of get off. I, if if it was up to me, I'd throw his ass in Gen Pop. Let these fuckers torture him. Well, that's what it should be. It should be like you know what, like let them wear a scarlet letter, and, and they're allowed to get the shit kicked out of them. They're given the worst food in the world. They're they live in squalor. Like they shouldn't get anything. They like. I just I don't understand it like Son of Sam Son of Sam's been in prison now for what longer than we've been alive 40 something years yeah 43 years I think I mean why Uh, Charles Manson same thing like this guy lived for fucking 50 years in prison how much money did we spend on him and housing a prisoner is not cheap like they're given so much in like they're, I think they say for like in California, every prisoner gets twelve thousand dollars in religious things that are put into their, if you will, like their budget for them for the year. Mm-hmm, what the fuck mm-hmm. do they need that for? 
you can have a room that's non-denominational. Well, that's a prayer room. Candle in there. You can have a, a, a Torah, a, a crucifix, a whatever. And you just let them go in there. You don't need 12 grand per person. You could, have, you could do that room for $300 for the entire year, for the entire fucking uh, jail system. But they, they throw money at these people. They're given, I mean, they're not given bad food. I mean, I don't want to say it's, I mean, there's people, there's homeless people out there that eat worse than fucking people in prison. You know, vets who are living on the streets that are eating out of garbage cans and they're not given as much as these fucking scumbags who committed crimes, atrocious crimes. To me, the prisons, that's what to me is one of the really the most broken systems. Right prison system to me is just it, it's completely fucked up mm. all right let's trample the, the let's, tra- let's trample the end of this podcast with a with a, a story about an elephant yes now you everyone s- loves elephants uh, everyone does i love elephants now you sent me the story and i thought it was bullshit but apparently it's true <laughs> yeah this is I guess there was a woman in India, and she was—I I think she was out, you know, maybe getting food or getting water, going to doing whatever. She was out in her day, and this this lovely majestic elephant um, ended up trampling her to death, just stomping the shit out of her, which is awful. And she ended up dying. Yeah, awful. A bad elephant. Bad elephant. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, food for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. But uh. He, he apparently trampled her to death, and you know they were having the funeral. I think it might the next day or the same day, like because in India they 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 pop them in it's the ground. Qu- quick. It's, it's quick, it's yeah. One, two, three, mm-hmm. and and so at her, and elephants are like, I think they're considered like one of the like top ten, like they remember. They're, they're one of the smartest mammals on the planet. And, And what? Yeah. You're breaking up. Hello? Well, I'll finish what Tom was, was going to say. He, uh... Um, it was... I, she wasn't a very good... You, uh, I... Ended up trampling her at her funeral. Yeah, whatever you said the last, like, 30 seconds did not come through. It was, it was nothing. It was dead air. <laughs> I don't know about it. He, they had a funeral for her. Elephant returned and tra- and and trampled the funeral. Yeah, the same the same elephant, which makes me think. Like, what this, a what a. Go ahead. What a vengeful prick that elephant was. Well, what did this woman do to that elephant? Yeah, that's true. Maybe she stuck a broom up his ass. To do something like as think I'm about saying, that, as, as your daughter's <laughs> fucking blinding me, and you get a light out of my face. Yeah, it's like the attack of this one. She's gonna come back and blind me in a few minutes. <laughs> but yeah, it, like, what did this woman do? And you know what the worst part is? Imagine she was like a really nice lady. Everyone liked her in the village, and like everyone knew that this elephant was an asshole. And he was just like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, you know, we we like this lady. I'm gonna I'm gonna go fuck with her. You know? Yeah. And like, did he smack her around with his trunk? Did he whack her with his ears? Did he just like, like jump on her? Like, I, I'd love. 
I wish there was a video of it, not to see the gruesome death of it, but just right. like how he did it. You know, was she in a casket? Did he like did he flip over the casket and like drag her out and stomp on her again? Or like it, it's just very weird. So this is from the New York Post. Um, police said Maya Murmu had been fetching water from a well in eastern Indian state of Odisha on Thursday when an elephant came barreling toward her. Um, and then um, the Tust pack I don't know what the fuck this is. He escaped. Um, you know, she died, obviously. We just said that. So the, the, they were performing her last rites before lighting a funeral pyre when the elephant allegedly returned and grabbed her body. The animal threw the corpse in the air and then... <laughs> and then... And then ran... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, this is, the, the, the animal threw... I can't talk. The animal threw her corpse in, in the air and then ran away. He <laughs> was just like, take that. And he ran away. I'm just double checking, making sure she's kicked off. We don't want it, we don't want any uh, you know buried alive's here. He just he, I just love the fact that he just came in the middle of this thing, took a corpse, threw it in the air, and he just bolted. Like, I'm, I don't mean I'm sorry. I don't. I just like what are the fucking well, odds? My question is. Were like, did anyone um, witness her originally get trampled? And were they like, oh, it's the same elephant? Or were they like, this bitch must have really fucking hated elephants that two different ones came and got her. Like, uh, and like, where did he go? Like, did he go back to his pack of, of other elephants and be like, you'll never guess what I did tonight? Like, I really fucked this woman up good. Imagine like, like, I got her. I, I, I did a two for honor. The elephants dared him. Like, go back and like, do it. It'll be yeah. really fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we, we. You know, we, we thought you had the balls to stamp, stomp her to death, but you, there's no way you're going to go back and flip her in the air. Well, he's watch this motherfucker. I'll d- yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a way, good for the elephant. I mean, that that's a set of balls there. You know, it, probably her family it was a fucking long line of poachers, and he's like, you know what, I'll get this bitch. That's why, I, th- I mean, I'm lo- I, I, they <gasps> have a, they have, I don't know if it's the elephant or if it's... A different elephant, but the elephant I'm looking at, they have a picture of it, and it looks like the its back is like all like, it's like blackened. I I don't know. Like I'm, I I could show you, but it's so dark. But um, you see it? Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know. Like, it looks like something happened to him. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this maybe this woman beat the elephant a lot. I mean, you you who don't? I mean, you hear about these elephants in the circus like they get beat and then they end up trampling the ringmaster or something. They, like they they. They're not fucking stupid animals. Like, they know when someone's hurting them. So, like, to just come back and attack the woman, the first time's a freak accident. This, if he does it again, like, you know, this elephant knows something. Yeah. I just I just can't get over the fact that the elephant, he didn't even stay. Like, he, like, knew, like, what he was doing was, like, fucked up. So he just kind of threw her in the air really quick and just bolted. And he got out of there before he got shot. Or I don't know what the fuck yeah. they do to him. But... Just, I mean, just bizarre, man. Like, we, we've... 
we've read some pretty bizarre shit on this podcast, and this is this is this is one of them. Uh, well, I mean, think about this too. Like, you have you have cops, and when there's like a bad shoot with a cop, all the cops have like all the cops in the world have a black eye. Or like all the elephants, like you fucking asshole. Like you, you have to stomp her to death, and then you have to go back for seconds. Like now we're all look like a bunch of assholes. Yeah. We're all a bunch of asshole elephants now because you have to be the fucking show off to fling this chick in the air. Like <laughs> it just—it's very fun. like like when he went back to the, like the fucking watering hole. Like what was said. It was like the, like the little baby elephant, like, Papa, what'd you do? Like, why'd you do that? Like, like what, what the fuck was the conversation? It's just like, why? Why would you go back? It's like a serial killer just returns to the scene of the crime and just like... Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I didn't cut off her ear, so I gotta fucking take something. Yeah, I wanted to make sure that bitch was dead. But and that's... Did he, uh... like, he... Did he tusk her? <laughs> No, he trampled her. He he trampled her, and then she died of her injuries. And then I guess it was—I don't know if it was the next day. Like you said, it was pretty quickly. And then he came back and just took a corpse and whoop, <laughs> tossed it. And like, and, imagine being at that funeral, like you know, when you're like an old man and you're on your deathbed, you'll be like, "Kids, I got a story for you." You ain't gonna and believe this up. shit. Yeah. You remember Aunt Fucking Mary? She must have been a real bitch. Because <laughs> all I remember, the last thing I remember her was flying through the air, just appendages stretched out like a starfish, and she was just looked like a Chinese star flying in the air. It's like the jaws of elephants. Just keeps yeah. coming back and attacks the same family. <laughs> wow. Oh well. On that note, uh, you could follow us on uh, Twitter, Bullnoring PC, Instagram. Bull Ring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom or Bulls in the Ring. Uh, you can find us on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and Apple Music, or anywhere you could find podcasts. Um, rate and review us on Apple Music, and hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. And just to make sure other people get to hear our uh, our stupid banter's. Uh, anything you'd like to add before we before we leave this time? You're gonna have a, a, a funeral. I guess maybe have it indoors because having it outdoors, wildlife may come and get you. Well said. Just words of advice. Well said. All right. Well, uh, until next time, I am Joe. I am Tom. And we'll see you next time right here on Bulls in the Ring. Show me till I reach a ponytail.